0: اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله ولو كره الكافرون اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على عبدك ونبينا محمد وعلى ال محمد واصحاب محمد وكل من والاه واستنب وَاتّبَعَ هُدَاهُ وَاسْتَنَّ بِسُنّْتِهِ إِلَّا يَوْمِ الدِينَ أَمَا بَعْدَ All praise is surely due to Allah. It is from Allah that we seek guidance and steadfastness and straightness. And we remind ourselves that whomsoever Allah guides, none can lead astray. And whomsoever Allah leaves to go astray, none can guide. Rabbi I bear witness that there is no deity but Allah and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his slave and messenger. Whom he sent with the truth and the way that is straight, that it pre- may predominate over all other ways on this earth by the permission of Allah. Amma ba'at. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Taha, Inna sa'at atiyatun akadu ukfiha litujza kulu nafsim bima tas'a. The hour, Qiyamah, is surely coming. But I have almost completely hidden it from you in order that every soul may be rewarded appropriately for its efforts. We are talking today about ambition. Uloo al-Himma A desire to achieve in the Muslim heart. Brothers in faith, I remind myself and you to fear Allah and be dutiful to Allah. Always be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and th- know that you will meet Him and He will compensate every single soul for exactly what it has earned on that day except for His forgiveness and no soul will be treated unfairly. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the short surah Al-Zalzala Fa'man <laughs> ya'mal Whoever does a single particle of good will see it. وَمَن يَعْمَل مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ يَرَى And whoever does a single particle's weight of evil will see it. Verily, every human being strives for something. And our strivings are different. Everyone has his focus. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah al-layl, إِنَّ سَعْيَكُمْ لَشَتَّى Your efforts are different No one has non-existent effort Everyone's heart desires something Everyone wakes up in the morning and wants something But we want different things And the goal of a Muslim is to wake up in the morning And to want the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And his reward And remember our faith is these three parts It's the pure love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is the desire for his acceptance, pleasure and his tawab of Jannah And it is the fear of displeasing Allah and his anger and his hellfire As the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa explained in the hadith This is such a win-win proposition If you direct your sa'i, your efforts and your himmah Your goals and your direction in the proper direction The Prophet alayhi explained to us that whoever wakes up in the morning And his sole focus is on the things of this life He may get it and he may not But he will have no share in the hereafter And, the, pro- and in the same hadith goes on to say And whoever wakes up in the morning And his focus is on the hereafter He will get what he desires And the, and the things of this life The matters of this life Will come to him they will come to Him in submission That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as He said elsewhere in Quran Has subjugated to mankind that which is in the earth And particularly to the believer who strives for the hereafter This, The things in this earth have been put in submission to Him Another comment about the focus on the hereafter versus the focus of the dunya Many people do not understand this properly And they think that if a man gets up in the morning And goes to his company or his business And makes deals and strives to get more profit And to expand his company Someone may say his focus is on the dunya You have oppressed and you have erred If you make such a statement Because his focus is known in his heart It is known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Abu Bakr was the best of all mankind After Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Abu Bakr For example Abu Bakr The best of all mankind After Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam, Was a wealthy man And Uthman The third Khalifa of Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam, Was among the wealthiest of business men And other of the sahaba Of Rasulullah sallallahu were other than that Such as Ibn Umm Maktoum The one in whose presence The Prophet sallallahu frowned And was reprimanded by Allah in Surah Abbas Was a poor man So there was all of these among the Sahaba Not focusing on the life of this world Does not mean that one makes themselves poor This is the deviation of the Christians about whom the Prophet ﷺ said In asceticism they concocted it And Allah sent no authority therefore. So in Islam it goes deeper than that The focus is on the heart One may be engaged 12 or 14 or 16 hours a day In building wealth or building a company or whatever As long as this does not interfere with his obligations in Islam As Allah said in the context of tahajjud وَآخَرِينَ يَضْرِبُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ And I know some of you are striving in in economics, striving in earning a living living and making things in the earth. And this could be purely worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or it could be the opposite. And this is only known by the intention which is in the heart of the individual. Because if one is striving to seek wealth in this life and his need is to gain strength, to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Excuse me. If one is devoting his energy To seek wealth in this life But his niya is to gain strength To worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To find a masjid or a madrasa To set his children up in the best possible situation Then this is purely worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And must not be confused with following after the dunya Of which it has nothing to do Fellow Muslims, man's aspiration to attain high ranks and degrees of virtue and his efforts towards achieving perfection in matters of religion and life is clear evidence of his sound mind and fine intellectual and psychological structure. It is also a sign of his entitlement to all the good of this world and the next. Such a man rises above the standard of the low-minded people, those who have no will to aim high, have no ambition in their deen, are indifferent and lazy and are pleased to live on the sidelines of life Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim man kana yuridu al whoever wants the, the near pleasure or the the hasty pleasure ajjalna lahu fiha we will rush it to him man nasha however much we wish liman yuri to whomever we wish ثُمَّ جَعَلْنَا لَهُ جَهَنَّمَ يَصْلَاهَا مَذْمُومًا مَدْحُورًا Then we prepare for him hellfire which he enters humiliated and cut off وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةَ And whoever desires the hereafter وَسَعَالَهَا سَعْيَهَا And strives for it as it should be striven for وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ And he is a believer فَأُولَئِكَ كَانَ سَعْيُهُمْ مَشْكُورًا These, their efforts will be met with thanks or with gratitude. Allahu Akbar who created us from nothing and these little efforts that we make toward Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our Creator will give us thanks. It's a mind-boggling thought. Both of these we, we give sustenance The disbeliever and the believer We give sustenance from your Lord وَمَا كَانَ عَطَاءُ رَبِّكَ مَحْظُورًا And the risk, the sustenance of your Lord Is not cut off from anyone كيف بَعْضَهُمَ عَلَى بَعْضٍ Look how we have raised or preferred some of them over others وَلَلْآخِرَةُ أَكْبَرُ دَرَجَاتٍ وَأَكْبَرُ تَحْضِيلًا Look from the richest, wealthiest man, the one who owns more than several countries put together, and then on the other end of the scale to so the one who has absolutely nothing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses this as an analogy. Look at the disparities between you in this life. Um, then he says, وَلَا akbaru أَكْبَرُ دَرَجَاتٍ وَأَكْبَرُ تَخْضِيلًا In the hereafter, the gaps are even bigger, and the degree of preference or the degree of fuggle uh, of some over others Is much larger than anything you can see in this life In contrast to the people of high mindedness Is another group of people Who seek lowly objectives That no sensible person would ever desire Or even cast a look at These include aspiring to commit sins That Allah and His Prophet Sallallahu الله wa sallam Have forbidden and warned against And aspiring to snatch away Blessings from Allah that others have acquired these people wish to seize these blessings for themselves without earning them. They would resort to jealousy, injustice and aggression to achieve their aims. In fact, many of these are victims of gurur or self-deception and in fact believe that they are the reformers and the one fixing things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ هَلْ أُنَّبِّئُكُمْ بِالْأَخْسَرِينَ أَعْمَالًا Say should I inform you of those who lose the most with regard to their deeds Those whose whose efforts are all lost in the affairs of this world And yet they think they are the best doers of good deeds It is from Allah's mercy and kindness to his slaves That he ordained for them through Islam laws and regulations with which he shows them the correct way thereby directing all attention to the straight path of sirat al-mustaqim which he ordained for us he explained for them the finest personal qualities that may keep them away from ill intention and repugnant behavior but shaitan always strives to keep our focus on other parts of Islam than the one that we need the most or to keep our focus in Islam on the deeds of others instead of focusing on reforming ourselves as we've been commanded. He promotes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promotes social harmony among Muslims by providing opportunities for each individual that are commensurate to their talent, ability and nature. He also makes every sensible person realize with certainty that making efforts to achieve unlawful things is ultimately harmful to their souls and leads to a miserable life in this world and the hereafter. This would entail treating Allah's favor, favors with disdain and ungratefulness. This is in addition to the destructive war that such a situation wages on our acceptance of established Islamic norms. Excuse me, please. As well as the evils and calamities that emanate from this. All this and the fact that this is the cause of wasting one's precious life away. With desires and ego And incorrect ambitions That are neither useful nor sensible Allah subhanahu wa said فَمَنْ يَعَمَلْ مِنَ الصَّالِحَاتِ وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَلَا كُفْرَانَ لِسَعِيهِ وَإِنَّا لَهُ كَاتِبُونَ So whoever works good deeds While he is a believer فَلَا كُفْرَانَ لِسَعِيهِ His efforts will not be Whoever works good deeds and he is a believer His efforts will not be rejected لَا كُفْرَانَ لِسَعِّيهِ وَإِنَّا لَهُ كَاتِبُونَ And verily we are recording them Every single one And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says أَفَرَأَيْتَ الَّذِي تَوَلَّى Have you seen the one who turns away Refusing وَأَعْطَى قَلِيلًا وَأَكْدَى And gave only a little bit and was miserly Does he have the knowledge of the unseen and he can see it? أَمْ لَمْ Or did he not, was he not informed of that which is in the book of Musa? الَّذِي And Ibrahim who sincerely fulfilled his obligations to Allah أَلَّا wizra that no soul will carry the burden of another إِلَّا مَا سَعَى And that there is nothing for any man except his own efforts وَأَنّ سَوفَ يُرَى And that every effort he made will be seen ثُمَّ يُجَزَاهُ الْجَزَاءَ الْأَوْفَى Then he will be rewarded for every drop of effort, the most just and complete reward. وَأَنَّ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ الْمُنْتَهَىٰ And that all affairs end to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala أَقُولُ خَوْلِ هَذَا وَاسْتَغْفِرَ اللَّهِ لَذِيمَ لِي وَلَكُمْ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا إِنَّهُ هُوَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله during the lifetime of the Messenger ﷺ the Muslim women thought that which Allah had made exclusively for men They wanted a share in jihad and the way of Allah to defend the truth and spread guidance They also wanted to have an equal share of inheritance The men for their part wanted to be given preference over women and the reward for their good deeds Due to them being a larger, given a larger share of inheritance And the poor wanted to be equal to the rich and they went to the Prophet صلى and said, we need something from you because we make dua and we make tasbih and we make zikr and the rich people do all that we do and then they give of their wealth. And Allah did not give us wealth for us to give of it. And the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم on that occasion taught them to say, SubhanAllah, walhamdulillah, wallahu akbar 33 times each after salah and repeat the shahada. And told them that was equivalent to all those other good deeds which they saw. This is the envy which is correct for a Muslim to have. To see another, you know, with some toy or some physical property, and to be upset and wish you had it is lowly and leads to nothing. But to see one getting more thawab from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, giving more sadaqah than you, uh, donating more than you, uh, giving more effort in the path of Allah than you, to be. Uh, anxious when you see that And wish to equal that person in tawab This is the type of jealousy which is prescribed And a Muslim should have And compete with one another Not for the dunya Compete with one another for good deeds For the true good things Allah diverted both groups away from these inappropriate wishes To that which would be of benefit to them That was to ordain for each of them obligations that were suited to their condition and their nature While decreeing for each their equal share of good reward He encouraged them to ask him for his favors For he is the most generous, the endower Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَلَا تَتَمَنَّوا مَا فَضَّلَ اللَّهُ بِهِ بَعْضَكُمْ عَلَى بَعْضٍ And do not desire that with which Allah has preferred some of you over others لَلْرِجَالِ نَصِيبٌ مِمَّا اْكْتَسَبُوا For men is a share of that which, has, which they have earned وَلِلْنِسَاءِ نَصِيبٌ مِمَّا اْكْتَسَبْنَا And for women is a share of that which they have earned وَاسْأَلُ اللَّهَ مِنْ فضله And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of his favors إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمًا Verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is knowledgeable of each and everything. Brothers and sisters in Islam some people may think that the prohibition that is in the verse quoted above is contrary to the saying of the Prophet sallallahu reported in Sahih bukhari La hasada illa fithnatain There can be no jealousy except in two things Rajulun علمه allahu al-Qur'an fa huwa yatluhu وآناء النهار. wa A man to whom Allah has taught the, the Qur'an and he recites it In the hours of the day And the hours of the night فَسَمِعَهُ جَارٌ لَهُ And his neighbor heard it فَقَال لَيْتَنِي أُوتِيتُ مِسْلَ مَا أُوتِيَ فُلَان And he said to himself If only I was given What he was given فَعَمِلَتْ مِسْلَ مَا يَعْمَلُ فَعَمِلْتُ مِسْلَ مَا يَعْمَل I would do as he is doing وَرَجُلٌ أَتَاهُ اللَّهُ مَالًا فَهُوَ يُهْلِكُهُ فِي الْحَقِّ And a man to whom Allah gave wealth And he spends it in the truth In the way of the truth If only I had been given What so and so has been given Then I would do as he is doing This is the type of jealousy That is ordained in Islam In fact the uh, westerners I believe in social science They call this emulative envy which is, which is not a destructive envy, it's a constructive envy. So if you see something, somebody doing something good, you, have a, a, you could call it envy, loosely speaking, that you would like to have that as well. This is not the destructive envy, which is mostly focused on toys and things of this world, and which carries its two parts. One, that you want to have it, and two, that you want that person not to have it. This is the evil from which we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every day. The fact of the matter is there is no contradiction between the verse and the hadith. This is because the jealousy mentioned in the hadith is of a positive nature. It is actually just a yearning for the like of what the blessed one has. This is lawful and not forbidden. What is forbidden in the verse is wishing to have the same blessings as others whilst at the same time wishing it to be withdrawn from the one who already has it. Indeed, this is what is forbidden in the verse. One of the greatest things the creator of all life and all things has promised us Is gratitude and thanks for our efforts Our efforts are small Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَهَدَيْنَاهُ النَّجْدَيْنِ إِمَّا شَاكِرًا وَإِمَّا كَفُورًا And we showed him the two ways Either thanks, and this word is in the regular form of the word uh, وَإِمَّا كَفُورًا Or Ungrateful and rejecting and this word is in the extreme form of the word and we understand from this verse that all the thanks you could show to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still remains insignificant when compared to his favors and the tiniest bit of kufr toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is like a huge mountain that you could be ungrateful for any of the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and and even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Inna لَكُمْ جَزَاءً After he described all the good things in paradise And the robes and the bracelets and the streams, He said إِنَّ كَانَ لَكُمْ جَزَاءً This is for you a just reward وَكَانَ سَعْيُكُمْ mashkura Allahu Akbar And your efforts have been met with gratitude We should all therefore fear Allah And hold fast to the guidance of the Quran and the Sunnah And engage in the tazkiyah To purify ourselves and raise ourselves. Be ambitious, not in a career or in this world or for money. Be ambitious as a Muslim. Be ambitious to raise a level every day and cleanse something from yourself which is not pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should purify all of our efforts in that direction in order that we may be among the successful ones. Allahumma arina al-haqqa haqqan. وارزقنا التباعه وارنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا استنابه واقيموا الصلاه